Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is sex part two. Yeah. So once again, let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> let's talk about you. And then let's talk about me more. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about all the things I don't want to talk about and probably shouldn't put on the internet. But okay, I'm going well, to talk first about... of all, that is an absolute lie because you came to my apartment today and said, I want to talk about sex. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. In group friend settings, like, I'm that person. I love talking about sex. Yeah. Like, I just find it interesting. I love hearing different people's perspectives on it. Um, You know, I've just always found it interesting. I took sex courses in university as my electives. Like, I just find, like, human nature, especially regarding sex, interesting. Right. But it's very different to talk, like, around a few drinks with some friends and then also realize that people will actually listen to this. It's not an issue that I care that it's, like, out there for people to listen to. It's right. more just, I sometimes forget when we're recording, because we're just together chatting, that, that, like, that people will, like, word for word listen to what <laughs> I say and be able to replay it back. Like, it's not just a conversation that I'm going to have and it's gone. Yeah, but I feel like the thing for me is that I am just as open that's here true. as I am, like, a, to a stranger on the street. I mean, you want to talk about my butt? <laughs> 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 you probably stop doing that to strangers. I was going to talk to you about That's, that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not the first one to say that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm not too worried. But also, uh, besides you wanting to weirdly talk about sex today and you just <laughs> jumping into my apartment. I just woke up super horny. Yeah. <laughs> there were a few things that I was talking to my friends about that I was like, oh, I'm curious about what Brie has to say about this. Oh, okay. The first one was that we were talking about, like, what you consider I'm not asking for your number I don't want to know it's probably like one anyway (laughs) (laughs) Um, we were like what do you consider like a sexual partner right because like I feel like I was talking to straight people Mm -hmm. and I felt like I had a similar kind of understanding as or like way of yeah. judging it as they did but I was like I feel like it's a very different thing yes. for like lesbians or like yeah. anybody else on the spectrum like I was kind of balancing like I still mostly would lean to like I consider my partner count like penetrative sex yes. that's what I would yeah. which obviously that we'll get into that for some lesbians but yeah. um but I was like, I don't know, because it's not like I just think, like, blowing somebody is, like, no big deal. Like, it's, it's just like a handshake. Yeah, like, so, I mean, in the gay community, it kind of is. But, <laughs> um, so I was like, I really, I was kind of toying back and forth. I still think I would probably just do, like, penetrative sex, because that seems like more like a fish, you know? Yes. <laughs> in the in the rule book, I yeah. think it's more official. Um, but it's weird to just just listen to people talk about their sexual experiences mm-hmm. and for them to just say like oh like that I don't consider that like a, a, yes. a sexual partner I'm like right. well you had somebody's genitals in your mouth <laughs> like like people don't consider like eating someone's ass like if you just <laughs> ate ass 
someone's ass, they wouldn't consider that a sexual partner. Well, <laughs> like, but we didn't have sex. You literally had their asshole in your mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, this is a really interesting topic, and I actually get asked about this a lot online, um, usually by people that are straight or, you know, questioning and trying to figure out their sexuality but haven't experienced um, sex with the same-sex partner before. Yeah. Because of the sexual norm like I think it goes back to the virginity thing and like there needs to be a moment that means you have sex right right so on part one we talked a bit about virginity and how I think it's a social construct and that was a whole other thing but there needs to be like a deciphering moment of like when does the sex start like when does the foreplay end and the sex begins right and for queer women a lot of the time like the They're foreplay so, is the sex. Yeah. What people would decipher as foreplay in their heterosexual relationship. And I think that most people, the assumption is penetration, but penetration by a penis, right? right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, for gay males, penetrating with a penis in the bum hole. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Wow, here comes sex expert brain. <laughs> I only use scientific terms. Wow. In the bum hole. Also, I like watched your brain try to like. I was like, which one am I going to say? Which word am I going to do? Oh, God. And then for heterosexual couples, you know, penis and vagina insertion. Um, But But they wouldn't consider, like, would a finger in the butt penetration be? (laughs) That's the thing. I was like, if what if you like, what if a straight man was hooking up with like a straight woman and the first time they hook up, she pegs him? I'm like, is that. Yeah. So for people listening, pegging would be she wears a strap on and pegs him in the butt. <laughs> in the bum hole. In the bum hole. <laughs> that's pretty like stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the thing. I think, I honestly think because of society's norms and the way we talk about sex and the way we learn about sex in school, people consider sex penis vagina. Yeah. That's when you lose your virginity. That's yeah. when um, people classify it as sex. For gay males, I argue that there's an easier transition to what sex means because just instead of penis in v- into vagina, it's penis into bumhole. Yeah, right. Wow, you're just really riding. That <laughs> I'm going today. with it. I'm going. I will also say, like, I think that this whole number thing is like so idiotic. Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. It shouldn't matter to anybody. Like, don't try to like run your quota up because you think that like it's no. less than your friends or you're like underperforming. Like, it's so stupid. Like, we yeah. were having this conversation more on like a merit of like this is stupid. But I was curious. No, it's interesting. So, yeah. And then I've honestly thought about it myself, too. Like, yeah. Or, okay, for Julia, my mm-hmm. girlfriend, I can say this because she said it online before. This is like common knowledge. She's never had sex with or been with a guy in any way. She's yeah. never even made out with a guy. Yeah. She actually hasn't even seen them. <laughs> she just has blinders on. She's like physically never talked doesn't, to a male. doesn't like <laughs> recognize their presence on earth. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So she's been asked before or like in comments I'll get like is she a virgin? That's which is so, so weird. Fucking weird because yeah. obviously heterosexual people when they think of sex as penis into vagina yeah. to them in their understanding let's say they're doing quote unquote lesbian sex acts with that we would consider lesbian sex acts within their relationship that they're considering foreplay. So, you know, the blowjob, eating each other out, hand play, licking the ass, like all that what stuff. Is hand play. Like oh, fingering like finger. or I jerking literally someone was off. like do you like hold hands? Is that <laughs> we rub our hands <laughs> together. Um yeah, so that stuff I think in 
normalized heterosexual relationships would be considered foreplay. Yeah. So to them, if they had only done that and they hadn't had a penis inserted in their vagina or hadn't inserted their penis into their a vagina, virgins. they're virgins. That's so wild. So it's a it's a weird thing in the queer women community because there's a lot of women that have never been with a male or interacted with a penis in any way. So people that think of sex in that way would consider them virgins, which is ridiculous by our understanding of sex yeah. and our understanding of connection. I mean, these are the same people that are like, I only did anal, I'm still a virginal. Exactly, like, right? To like the you, Lord. Yeah, so. like you, I actually, like, in high school knew a couple that did that because they were both super Catholic and they were like, well, if we just do it in the ass, we haven't, we haven't done done it. I'm like, that's not what it means. It like, means you a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, they're like weirdly trying to find a loophole. And it's like, if God doesn't like, if you believe that God doesn't like the penis in the vagina, he's definitely not like the penis in the What if God was just ass. like so into anal that he was like, I'm just gonna make vaginal sex like a taboo so everybody's just doing it in the butt. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I, I love that theory. I actually love that. You should t- teach like a religion Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Oh. God Loves <laughs> Me on the street with a sign. <laughs> we should make bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, so for me personally, mm-hmm. like there's no answer to this question. I think for me personally, as soon as I am connecting with someone, honestly, it, de- it depends on the situation. Like, <laughs> oh god, this is really going into it. Here we if go. If I'm like making out with someone and like dry humping them or like even like let's say things are getting hot and heavy and we're like in a you know living room still and my hands going down their pants uh-huh. I still don't think I've had sex with them even though I've like touched their vagina yeah but if I were to be laying in bed naked with them and I was putting my hand down there and doing things to them I would be like I had sex with them okay so even for myself I don't You're know confused. it's more of like <laughs> I'm fucking yeah. confused have I had sex <laughs> Am I a lesbian? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, so to me, it's, like, more situational, and it depends more on, like, connection and, like, how vulnerable you're being. It's more a vulnerability thing. That's the thing to me is, like, obviously, like, as a gay male, Mm -hmm. like, penetrative sex is, like, obviously very, like, personal. And, like, it cannot be as well. Yeah. But, like... I think it's a weird thing mm-hmm. to say that anything but penetrative sex is like personal enough or not personal enough yeah. to like consider sex cuz I'm like sometimes like the best and like closest that you are like with somebody in like a sexual act is the are the things that are leading up to yeah, it. Yeah, totally. So it's like just so odd that you can just be like that's just completely like negligible mm-hmm. to say that that was like a thing that, totally. you know, it's so odd. Like, to me, one of the most vulnerable, like, sex acts is, like, mouth on genitals. Yeah. Specifically in in a queer woman setting. Like, I don't know if I would feel the same way necessarily about blowjobs, but, like, that's because I don't do them. So, like, I have a different perspective yeah. on that. But, like, for me, like, if someone is opening their legs, this is getting, this is getting a lot. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, like, yeah. in a car or, like, if your sunroof's if, if open, work, you want to like, just zip that right up. Put those headphones in and turn Yeah, definitely. But if someone's opening their legs and, like, allowing me to go that close yeah. to that vulnerable, like, in that vulnerable yeah, setting to zone. that space, like, I feel like that is, like, way more connective than if I like were to like insert something in their vagina and it's just like 
it's the it's the difference of like vulnerability. Totally. That gets well, me. that's the thing is like obviously the like in this episode's just really going in. Yeah. Um, really obviously, knows. like the insertion is like <laughs> really in, like it's, that's a lot, but also like to it's so to have your like yeah. mouth like <laughs> on it. I feel like that's it's more personal. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it totally You're, like, is right in there. Yes. Like you can't. <laughs> and for me, like I do use strap-ons as well yeah. so like for me that is something that i would definitely be like i'm having sex yeah, with this yeah, person yeah. so I, d- I think because i grew up in that normalized perception i do have these certain holdbacks and i'm like did i have sex because like to me that perception is right. penetration in when i go back to those feelings of like what i was taught in sex ed and yeah. things like that so that's like, oh, I'm for sure having sex now because I'm penetrating you with this fake penis. Yeah. Like, that to me is like, oh, for sure. Because I, re- I relate to that based on what I was taught growing up and like yeah. what I what saw in movies and like all that stuff, yeah. what was represented. But if I actually think about it, like with different sex partners, like plenty of sex partners, there was no toys involved and there was no penetration of like anything other than, you know, mouth or fingers. And I would a thousand percent say I had sex with them. Well, that's the thing is like, obviously we're talking about this, but it is so personal as well. And I hate when people like try to tell you Mm -hmm. that you're understanding or how you base it is like wrong it's like how can you tell somebody how they're feeling about Mm -hmm. something that happened to them where they were like doing with somebody or doing to somebody is wrong like it's like something that the personal perception is really the Mm -hmm. only thing that should matter (laughs) okay so i have an interesting kind of like note on that okay i um hooked up with this girl um years back and we had a mutual friend yeah and we hooked up, and then my perspective on the situation, based on how it went down, um, I won't get into detail on that, just in case they're listening, and I don't want to, like, you know, just in case, um, how it went down was that we hooked up. Like, that would have been my description of it. Yeah. We hooked up. I wouldn't say we had had sex. Yeah. Why I drew that line, I don't know. It might have had something to do with the fact that we were mainly clothed, and we weren't, like, in a bed, and, like, not that, you, not that I think... See, this is why I hate talking about it, because there's times where I don't have sex, and I'm not... I have sex, and I'm not in a bed. Does that make sense? But there's, like, all these yeah, different yeah, things yeah. mentally that, like, add up to my perception. But I also think us talking about the confusion is, like, probably the confusion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, in this case, I felt like it was a, like, hookup. Yeah. Just, like, a quick, like, Listen, hookup. if I have an article of clothing on, even a sock... <laughs> It's not sex. Can you? No, you're sorry, just like there's piles behind me. No, but like they, it was definitely like I could see why they, why they thought it was sex. So they told the mutual friend um, that they that we had sex. Yeah. So when the mutual friend told me, oh, like I heard you guys had sex. We we're all we were all very close, so it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like they disclosed anything right. or whatever. It was just more like a fun, funny conversation. Like, oh, I heard, and. I was just like, oh, yeah, we had sex. Because I was like, I'm not going to be the person that was like, no, we just hooked yeah, up. Yeah, because yeah. then I'm deciding what is allowed to be sex for that person. Totally. So, like, yeah. Well, I good for said, you, then. I could have like, said, like, oh, like, I felt like we hooked up. But then, like, why? Who cares? Also, like, what are you gaining from doing that? Yeah, yeah, it's like we're all fucking adults. And it's like I knew they weren't saying we had sex in a way that, like, was some immature way of, like oh, I, I had sex with Brie, like, check off the bucket list. Like, it wasn't, like, said in a way that it was, like, inappropriate to me or disrespectful to yeah, me. Yeah. It was just they told their 
best friend about the experience and to them they classified it as sex so I was just like yeah we had sex so I just in that moment changed just, it mentally for myself because I was like oh they were feeling vulnerable that they think we had sex now I counted as someone I had yeah. sex with so it's it's also well, that's like, how, like it fluid in that sense work. <laughs> yeah like I'm like if you felt if you felt like I had sex with you then I had sex with you yeah I, I don't know how else to describe yeah, yeah. it but yeah it's weird how because different people have different perspectives of what that is I have a friend who classifies sex as if someone orgasms which is like, which is to me totally not what I classify it yeah, as. Yeah, that's but it's, interesting. So it's so different for so many different people, and I guess it's just whatever you feel works for you. That could kind of be like a little problematic, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if someone fin- if someone doesn't finish, like yeah. we didn't have. I'm sex. like everybody is on antidepressants now. Nobody can finish. <laughs> it's 2019. Come on. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> Oh um, so the second thing that I wanted to talk about that was like kind of like leading into this that yeah. I was talking to with my talking to about what anyways <laughs> got lost um, yeah. was that I was talking to my straight friends mm-hmm. and they like women and this was like like probably like a year or so ago yeah it came back up recently but we were talking about how. I had been dating somebody, and my friends were like, oh, have you guys had sex yet? Right. And I was like, okay, first, it's like, like, fuck off. But (laughs) it's such a weird question to ask. Yeah. Um, And then I was like, um, well, like, kind of, but I had to, like, kind of dance around the fact that I was like, gay sex, specifically, like, gay male penetrative sex is not really something that you can just do on the fly. Right. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I was like, how aren't you getting this? Yeah, like, how aren't you getting that at any moment? Yeah. Like, think about your own bum hole. Yeah. Is she ready? <laughs> Probs not. Did you go to Chipotle? <laughs> Probs not then. <laughs> like, and I was like, it's just not like that's the one thing about like straight and even like like two women. Like yeah. that's one of the things that I'm like, th- it, it's so different. You're because- jealous of us. Just say it straight up. Brie, I would never be jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like something that's not as fluid mm-hmm. because it requires some people, maybe not. I'm just yes. speaking from personal experience and also like personal experience and your of my friends. Personal comfort level. Yeah. yeah. And like from what I have as a general understanding, and I have a lot of gay friends. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just not something that like happens on the fly, really. Like mm-hmm. you have to plan. Yeah. Like, you can't just be, like, fucking up, like, some, like, dairy. Like, it's just not, it's just not realistic. So, oh, my God. So, for me, this was even weirder because, like, this is a weird, also a weird thing to talk about. I love it, please. Here we just go. go in. I consider myself, like, in terms of, like, the, like, top and <laughs> bottom whole thing. Okay. I like to play somewhere in the middle. <laughs> You're versatile. Yeah. Okay. Like, I like, you know, wherever the coach puts me, like, that's where I'll play that day. <laughs> like, so, the person oh that God. I had been dating was saying that they, like, almost only specifically bottomed. Okay. So for me, it's like, I... uh, (laughs) When somebody asks me if we have had sex, it's not something that's in my control because I'm not going to force that person into sex no. unless they're very clearly making a move for it. You, do you know what I mean? Yes, because they're, they're the bum hole. 
<laughs> so if we're gonna break this down, they're the bum hole and you're the penis. And the bum hole's the one that needs to be ready, because the penis is always gonna be ready. Right? So the bum hole, you you have no way of telling if the bum hole is ready or not. Because that's a personal <laughs> That's for them to personally know. I don't sitting here know if your bum hole's cr- currently ready, and you don't know if mine is. Oh, <laughs> so basically, unless I turned around, presented you my bum hole, and said, "Sean, I'm ready," you wouldn't. <laughs> Sean is I'm like trying to dance around this slightly, and then Bradis comes in. Going uh, right? Did I explain it right? You definitely did. <laughs> Not exactly how I would explain it. <laughs> but yeah. So I don't know. There's like a lot of layers in gay sex, especially if you like know somebody's preference because mm-hmm. it's not just like, which it should never just be if you're in the mood, that's how it happens. Obviously, yes. that's like not how consent works at all. No. But if you're in like a heterosexual relationship, like you kind of know if things are getting hot and heavy, yeah. like that's where it could lead to. But mm-hmm. it's like so more, it's like more complex in a yes. gay relationship because there's a lot of uh, planning. There's um, yeah, some waterworks. <laughs> it's also like I feel, I feel like weirdly like when you're going on I'm like dates with, because I like... <laughs> when you're going on with dates with someone, that's something that would actually deter from being ready to do that oh, because you're going out for dinner. Absolutely, and stuff, and you're going out for drinks. And I'm stuff. like, I'll just get soda water. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my God. and like people legitimately like I'm not a, I don't think I'm gonna jump into my process. I think that might be a little much for me. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that's sounds where three. yeah, that's that's maybe like sex forty five <laughs> uh, when I'm forty five. <laughs> nothing left to lose. Um, there are like people that I know that like literally are like if I'm if I know I'm having anal like mm-hmm. the next day I'll stop eating at like this time I won't eat these things like I have this like two hours ahead I'll like start wow. the process cause like you don't want to shit on someone's dick uh, you know yeah, so you like if you sometimes maybe it can go down and you don't do any preparation and it's like fine but like you also have to be in your own comfort level of like not being worried about shitting the entire time I would also argue that like it's hard because obviously this would probably get easier as you're farther into a relationship like if you've been dating for three years you can straight up just be like I haven't done my process today, like, yeah. you know, not happening today. Yeah. But when you're first dating someone, you want it to be sexy. Like, you want and to you feel want, sexy. You want to feel sexy, and you also want it to, like, feel, like, feel romantic yeah. and natural, and, like, you don't want to, which, like, it's most of the time isn't. No, because you like planned it you all. don't want to think about the fact that you like haven't eaten for like five <laughs> hours. Like that's yeah. not, and you're like trying to get in the mood, but it's like, you, yeah, it's just such a weird. There's thing. no like on the whim kind of. Yeah, exactly. To it. Like I no no no. But you still want to pretend there is exactly. Like, that's what's hot. Yeah. So it's hard. It's oh, weird, God. and it's like so interesting, like trying to describe this to like straight people mm. because like. 
they just don't. People without buttholes just yeah. don't get it. Just with zero, like a Ken doll at the back. <laughs> yeah, oh so it's very it's very interesting. There's a lot of layers. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that really dove See, into that side, stuff. See, on the flip side, queer women, like, literally don't have anything to prepare for because, A, they don't necessarily, I mean, unless they're doing anal play, but they don't have to prepare the bum hole. They don't have <laughs> to worry about their you. penis getting hard. Fair. Correct, which is, you know, an issue for some people or if you go out drinking whiskey, whiskey dick. dick. Yeah. Cheers. Um, <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs> and then also, I feel like queer women are more open to, like, hair and things like that. So they're not, like, needing to be perfect, which is a big thing in the right. heterosexual yeah, world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I have friends that are like, oh, I was so, like, I, I really thought you meant, like, having to... sex with hair. And I was like, <laughs> I really don't understand lesbians. <laughs> 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 they're more into, like, hair play We and just, stuff, like, whip you know? our hair so, into each other's yeah. faces. No. Um, I have heterosexual friends that literally will tell me, like, oh, I was so excited to, like, sleep with him. Like, you know, the date went so well, blah, blah, blah. But I wasn't ex- expecting it to get there, so I didn't wax, so we didn't do it. And I'm like, literally the only thing that stopped you from doing that is some hair on your vagina? Like, you're a 25-year-old woman, he's a 30-year-old man, and you think it was going to be that grotesque to him that hair grows on your body naturally? Yeah. That you, that's what stopped you? Like, I get wanting to also, feel your like, best, Also, like, here's the but... thing. They're clearly, like, ignoring the fact that men are fucking dogs. Yeah, like, so, it's, it's like, really not gonna... Like, if you're like, offering them anything, they're gonna bite. <laughs> like... <laughs> Well, the other part of it is, is like, if he did have a problem with that, like, if afterwards he was like, ew, she had hair on her vagina, you don't want to date that guy exactly. anyways. I promise yeah. you that. That's so expensive to get waxed that often. Like, if you're going to do it for a personal choice because it makes you feel better and sexier, good for you. But if you're not doing it because you're worried about someone else's yeah. perception Or if they're you, bankrolling it, sure. Yeah, like, if they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're paying for the monthly You wax. think I'm going to get, like, a $50 wax every, like, three weeks hell no hell no absolutely not so I think queer women in general because we both have vaginas we're more understanding like you both we both know it like you know it's even if you get waxed the hair grows back and they have to wait for it to be long enough to wax like it's a thing so everyone's just more understanding and there's no moving parts that like need to be like working in a way that you cannot affect that's fair right so it's just like you're always ready to roll yeah it's great Great. <laughs> it's absolutely okay. I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Um, since we're just diving right oh, great. in. Great. Here we go. Can't wait. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people's perception with gay male sex is that you always do it doggy style in the butt. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay. So is that the case or not? No. Yes. <laughs> that so, is not the case. <laughs> I know from talking to friends that that's uh-huh. obviously not the case. Yeah. But I think because of like porn and also just because I would argue that typically when people are doing anal or just thinking about like where their butt is yeah like girls and guys when they're having sex it's doggy style or like they think that's when their butthole is most like vulnerable to (laughs) sex right (laughs) and then add that in with the porn they think that like all gay guys do is they like do doggy style and that's it so just wanted to bust that myth. Yeah, because... myth busted. I will say, wow, we just keep going deeper. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, mm-hmm. um, I will say that some of it is 
true. It is like common, I yeah. would say. It's not the only thing, but I think the common part of it is like a comfort level yeah. because like there are positions that your body is more ready and things like go at a better angle. Yes, got it. So especially like um, butt stuff isn't always the uh, most comfortable at Mm. all times and some like positions you're like that's a no. Yeah, like (laughs) that's a firm no. It ain't fitting up there. Yeah, and different days it could be like something else. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Shivers. She saw a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) That ghost is my butt. (laughs) That'd be the worst gay guy ever. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? Can we just stick to the hair play? Yeah. I can't helicopter my hair on your face. (laughs) That's not enough for you. You didn't finish? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So, no, I think that is, like, obviously a a myth. But I could see how that is. Because it's just, like, the most maybe comfortable for, like, Yeah, and I think it's, like, the most common, probably, for sure, anyways. Yeah. But it's not all you guys do. No, and it's also, like... All sex is, like, personal, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's, like, <laughs> you're pretty far away from that person, yeah. and it's, like, you're not, like, looking at each other, yes. so I would say it's more common if it's not, like, incredibly, like, passionate. Yeah, like, if it's, like, more of a just so hookup. Yeah, whatever. yeah. You know what the other perception I think I've heard a lot about? These are your perceptions. LGBTQ. <laughs> I have another perception that I heard about uh, gay people from just my from friends. A, just a friend of a friend. Lesbian friends. Oh, just got a text right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, ser- uh, seriously, I've heard this a lot about LGBTQ plus sex is that it's all very, like, raunchy and hot and heavy and porny. Like, I think a lot of people don't right. understand that gay males also have, like, they make love. Yeah. Like, they think of it as, as like oh, a guy's getting rammed in the ass. Or with, like, lesbian sex, they're thinking, like, oh, a girl comes with a strap on or, like, her fingers with her fake fingernails and is just, like, whacking that vagina. Like, it's... (laughs) No, seriously, because so much of the porn is, like, out there. And that's where people get perceptions on what gay sex is. Yeah. And I think that it's not represented in, like, a sensual or loving way. I think also because, like, people consider it, like, straight people and, like, the religiouses consider it like such a taboo yeah. that they I think picture it or they've seen it but mostly they picture it in like the most extreme form yes. of that and like if people if you're like just looking up like lesbian porn mm-hmm. gay porn you're not I would say gay porn is like more mm-hmm. close to the real thing but it's obviously like lesbian porn is like manufactured for like straight dudes yeah. you're not getting like you're literally just having like lesbians and like a jello like you're having straight women actually literally in, like, whacking a, their vaginas in like a jello pool just like scissoring (laughs) so it's like you're not getting like a real world representation of what it is and I think that is like still true in gay porn but I would say it's more like it's like a little bit realer because it's not for a completely different audience yes, mostly if it. that makes sense like mm-hmm. the audience mostly is the people that are partaking in it so I think it's yeah. like a little bit more prevalent but here's the thing look at straight porn that's not the sex people are having Absolutely. that's the thing that's is like, the I'm, raunchiest like yeah. kinkiest like most not in love porn like sex acts that you've seen totally and I would argue that like 
people watch that porn and when they watch heterosexual porn they don't think oh this is how people always all the time have sex with their straight partners yeah like they don't perceive that but somehow when it happens in gay porn they think that that's what we do only in our real life I feel like it also could be like because of like quantity like maybe somebody's mm. come across a gay porn like video and they're yeah. like ah oh, that must be like what it is but yeah. like I think it has to do with at least with heterosexual like sex acts yes you have all that raunchy porn but also, you talk about it in sex ed. Yeah. You talk about it as like a loving act. And you talk about it as how you have a baby. You talk about it, you see it in movies. Yeah. You see rom- romantic sex scenes in movies. There's all this different representation. So people are aware that there's very like differing levels of passion and love and raunchiness and kinkiness in heterosexual sex. And I feel like there's like that the conversation of like porn not being real sex uh-huh. more. So in the, like, straight community. Yes. Like, I feel like when that conversation is happening, it's almost always about it being about, like, heterosexual yes. sex. Like, it's like, this isn't, there's other, you know, like, that conversation's already happening, mm-hmm. whereas they're not listening to that conversation about, we're having the same conversations, yeah. but they're probably not part of it. Well, they're just not seeing those, like, romantic sex scenes in yeah, movies as much, totally. or TV shows, or, like, you can turn on It's like not, you don't get all channel. of the lead-up stuff on TV, even. No. Like, even on, like, like, shows where there's a gay character mm-hmm. the sex scenes always start like so like yeah. hot and heavy like bam but yeah. it's like a, a guy that's was straight and now he's like it's like yeah. oh. so I feel like you don't get like the relationship the yeah, tension yeah. like the, all like, that feelings yeah. behind it yeah, yeah. It's not like they went on dates and then they fell madly in love and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, there are those movies out there. Yeah. Um, but it's also like it's so much less and the lack of representation is so huge that I can see how people, because they've only seen it in porn, they didn't learn about it in sex ed. They It hasn't been a discussion for them. Yeah. It's not something they experienced. And it's so not the mainstream one thing they, either. Yeah. yeah. So the one thing they can draw to is the porn thing. Yeah. So they think that's how we all do it, which is just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like even you look on like Instagram, like if you searched like, I don't know why you would heterosexual couple, but if you search couple, <laughs> like a bunch of porn doesn't pop up. Yeah. But if you search lesbian couple, it's all porn. There's no lesbian couples that show up on the on the explore page. Yeah. It's all fucking porn that people have put there so that straight males can find these these porn videos. Yeah. So it totally like just overly sexualizes any interaction that a loving couple would just have. And it also like overly sexualizes like a community that's already oversexualized. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to, so like extreme. I think people's perception is like uh, uh, very off. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head with the taboo thing because I mean, I've been in numerous situations where I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of uh straight women or straight men and everyone's talking about sex and their sex experiences and there's no point where anyone thinks that because they're talking about those those sex acts or experiences with sex or whatever it is, that that means that they're like raunchy or you should over sexualize them. It's like, oh yeah, of course they went on a couple dates with this girl and then they did this and that was embarrassing when that happened to bed or whatever you usually talk about over drinks with friends. Yeah. But as soon as a gay person's talking about it, it's like, oh, that's That's, different. I've literally been like in a conversation with like people that I'm not super close with or something like straight guys mm-hmm. or straight girls and they'll be talking about something and they'll like either ask me or like hint at something mm-hmm. and I'll say like oh yeah like I did this or whatever and they're like oh like did you like what yeah like, it's, it's like, a freak show or something but it's also because like I feel like those people aren't just like 
comfortable enough to like mm-hmm. let that be just a normal thing in their brain that they think that they have to like amp it up yes. and like it's so shocking and stuff yeah. and it's like well like you're doing this to yourself yeah I also don't get like a lot of this stuff is I don't know like yeah like okay this is an example I was playing Never Have I Ever uh-huh. you know the party game right so if, for those listening that don't know what it is it's everyone goes around the table says something they've never done if anyone at the table has done it then they drink so it could be like something is like meaningless is like never have I ever been gone snowboarding I don't know and then someone drinks but then obviously if you're drinking usually people say raunchier stuff Yeah. so one of them it was like a group of all girls it was a girls trip and someone said like never have I ever kissed a girl that's where it started I was like oh my god grow up <laughs> Jesus Christ so of course I drank you finish every like, drink me, in the it was house. just funny that that to them was like so, like it was a taboo statement yeah it was like like also did they not clue into the fact that there was a lesbian there well I think they thought they were like interested about it so it was like their way of like starting the conversation but it was also just it's funny how that like usually when people are saying things in that game it's not like like no one would go around the table and be like Never have I ever, like, kissed a guy. Like, it, it wouldn't... Never ever kissed a human. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, they said that because they thought it was something that could be, like, a shocking statement. Yeah. Because the whole point of the game is you get someone to drink On, that, like, yeah. is something that, like, oh, my God, you've done that? And then it progressed to, like, oh, never have I ever, like, hooked up with a girl. And they were all like, oh, my God, like... I'm like, why are you shocked? I'm literally an out lesbian. Like, I'm dating a girl. Like, what do you guys think we do? But it was like, and then, of course, the questions start and stuff. And I I don't mind questions. I like when people are curious because I think that's going to create less of a taboo about things. Yeah. But I just think that, like, people also need to remember that, like, what I'm doing with my partner, like, your response shouldn't be that it's like freaky or weird. Yeah. It should be like, oh, that like I'm I'm genuinely curious. I'm happy for you yeah. that you're doing the sex. <laughs> but I'm like curious as someone who doesn't know a lot about it. Like, yeah. like what does that entail? And that's why we have like this podcast. Honestly, like we talk about these things that like people are probably too afraid to ask about <laughs> because they don't want to be yeah because they don't want to be a jackass when they ask about it. And we don't mind sharing and talking about it. But I think it's also important to remember that just because we're open to sharing and talking Not about everybody it doesn't. Is mean that like every gay person is like your way to as an entertainment value to get answers off of things that are different than you. Yeah, don't use like somebody else's experiences, especially sexual experiences yeah. they're so personal, in like a selfish way for you to understand or like fetishize yeah. it. That's what I feel like a lot of the questions are as well. Like when I'm asked by like straight people or like friends about like gay sex, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like in like a fetishized way. Yeah. Like it's like so crazy. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm just having sex, like you're having sex. Yeah. Like, just, and it's like just talk about it normally like yeah. if you're really curious also if you're that curious use the fucking internet yeah no shit like don't <laughs> or embarrass us I can explain podcasts send this to your gross straight friends <laughs> <laughs> no but that's the thing is that like we talk about this because we want to talk about it and we want to answer those questions we're also chronic oversharers yeah so like for us it works and like that's why this podcast is great like I get people messaging me all the time that are heterosexual they're like I listen because I am afraid to ask about that kind of stuff and I am ignorant to LGBTQ plus topics yeah. and by listening I've learned a lot and that means the world to me. Like I want those people to listen and Absolutely. want to know their and answers. And also like we want, we're inviting the questions that exactly. you haven't, like we have question and answers I think that's for the this difference. specific reason. I think that's the difference. It's like, it's the same thing as like I'm, think, I'm trying to think of like another, another minority. It's the same thing as, okay, let's say someone was disabled, right? Yeah. Like 
it's not for me to like meet them and be like, oh my God, I've never met someone in a wheelchair. Can I proceed to ask you 20 questions about like personal personal questions about like how you do things in your life that are different than how I do them? No, like if they're inviting that conversation, but it's not it. Like, it's not their job to give me that information or be my entertainment because I'm curious. Yeah, exactly. You know? and But it'd be different if someone in a wheelchair had a podcast about things that, that are different for them and because they were they're saying, in a wheelchair. hey, ask like, me these questions. Come listen. But yeah. So I think, like, sometimes when I talk about things on this channel, I just want people to know that are listening, like, just because we're talking about it, don't go to your no, gay friend no. and be like, so, I heard this on a podcast. Do you All gay people love that? talking about the bum hole because Brie does. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell me about yours? Yeah. Like, is yours right? Can you bend over? <laughs> On that note, wherever you're listening, please make sure to... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. oh the, fuck. What have we got to talk about The now? last thing, it just made me think of it okay. when you said... Uh, We're almost there, people. It's just a, it's a story, funny story from me, because okay. you don't get funny stories. <laughs> um, when you were talking about Never Have I Ever, yep. we just were talking. We were drunk at my friend's house, or my friend's cabin. It was like, we were in his hot tub. We were talking about like Never Have I Ever, things like that. And then it started going that somebody would just ask a question. It would go around the group. It was right. very odd. And so Somebody's question was, do you feel more powerful like if somebody's giving you like head okay. or if you're getting head yes. and it went all the way around the group I just thought this was really interesting went all the way around the group and like there were guys and girls and almost all of the guys said getting head because I guess they're in like a power position okay. uh, and I literally was like you're gonna tell me that with a dick <laughs> in your mouth that you could just chomp off at any given second you don't feel powerful bitch <laughs> I was like, so true. I was like, I am. You are a weak child. Like I could destroy you. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, <laughs> on that note, that is true. I know uh, that's true. Yeah. It is true. Like I agree with you. Like, I think that you're in the power position. You are an angry person down there. <laughs> you actually are so vulnerable. Exactly. <laughs> that's why like monkeys rip off genitals. And stuff. What? That's their go-to when they're <laughs> angry. They rip people's genitals off. Wait, is this a thing? It's a thing. Like oh they God, rip people's penises off and each other's penises off. Well, we are basically monkeys, so I guess that's where my <laughs> exactly. So this is the thing. Like you are realizing that yeah. if someone's giving their fun hooking up with me. <laughs> <laughs> Do <laughs> you might bite them off? Okay, on that note, <laughs> wherever you're listening, please don't forget to follow or subscribe. Uh, whether that's SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, iTunes, wherever Android people listen. And as always, please share with your friend word of words of words of mouth, mouth of words, mouth of words, <laughs> words from your mouth Mouthfuls really help. Mouthfuls of words are helpful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're, it's helpful. And um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast or personally at Brian Williamson and at Sean Lusk. You can also follow us on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. I'm still so sweaty. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> from all-